welcome to the Unfiltered Tea Podcast. I am here with two very exciting, anticipated guests. It's Craig. <laughs> it's Aaron. <laughs> I'm here with my brother Craig and his girlfriend Aaron. Um, I promised Craig at the beginning of all this that he was going to be my first guest, and he is now living with Aaron, so she got roped into this. Sorry, Aaron. No apology is necessary. I'm so happy to be here. Are you happy to be here? Of course I am. You're my best friend. Oh, did you hear that? Did you hear those terms thrown out there? Craig. Best and friend. How has um, living together been for you guys? I know that you guys have only been living together for a couple weeks. It's going to be actually two weeks on Valentine's Day, believe it or not. Wow. It's young, been good. Young, I mean, no complaints. Yet. So far. Yeah. Zero? You guys have any habits that you guys get on each other's nerves for anything? Any chores? Like, how do you guys divide things, too? You want to go first? I mean, I kind of said, like, he'll do the laundry, I'll do the dishes, but he doesn't know whites from, like, separates and, like, different colors. And, like, what clothing and, like, okay, but you can't wear, like, a red sweater, right? Like, in, like, your whites. Yes, I, you can. I do that. You can do he, that. Exactly. Tell him that. So like, I've, she does I've been doing the laundry. She I, said she does do I that. I do do that. Yeah. But I don't do laundry correctly, so I should be – I'm not no. a good example to follow. And now here we are. But it's all been good. I'm excited. Neither of you have habits that annoy one another? I'm well, you guys have only been together for a couple weeks, so maybe they haven't been exposed yet. She, <laughs> she does not take out the trash. And he snores and tries to cuddle at night when he doesn't even try. So there you go. I can't control what I do when I'm sleeping. Craig's like, I cannot be He's held sleep cuddling, people. I um, I do not refill the toilet paper. So I'll go to the bathroom and use the last bit of the roll. And then I hear like a day later, Taryn. I'm like, oh. I'm okay, sorry. but like how many bathrooms do you guys have? Three. Three yeah. bathrooms. You get two bathrooms, I feel like it's a lot. Yeah, we have three. three. We have three. We have two. Do you at least keep toilet paper like under the sink and everything? So bathroom? that's our problem. No. <laughs> our, our toilet paper is kept, and I don't. we should change it up. Go to Costco. I feel like that's the age we're at, though, oh, is, like, learning man. to live with a significant other. And honestly, besides Joe putting his trash right above the trash can, he's great with it. Like, <laughs> I have no He's a good boy. I've never lived with a significant other before, so yeah. it's all It's, it's a journey. Welcome to it. Welcome to it. Yeah. Welcome to it, honey. But honestly, it's the best thing ever. It because is. you can go out and do whatever you want to do, and then it's like, I get to come home and sleep with you. Yeah. Like, it's nice. It is very nice. It is. But I'm excited for you guys. And it's Valentine's Day weekend. You guys have anything planned for Valentine's Day weekend? Nada. You're looking at it. Nada. Right what we're doing right now, probably eating food, takeout. I'm going to be ripping the slots at the casino tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Make that money on Valentine's Day. Yeah. And you better buy something nice with all the money that you've won. That's yeah. right. I'm going to get a little bit of COVID. I'm going <laughs> to... Make a little bit of money. You're making all the listeners very bad. But realistically, we're just going to actually just sit at home, maybe get a bouquet of flowers because it's not my birthday. I always make Joe a like homemade Valentine's Day card. That's like my you thing. You do? See, how are eating Valentine's Day together. This morning, we woke up. My plan had the whole time has been like, I'm just going to get her flowers. It's going to be nice. nice. He never buys flowers, by the way. Like, I'm like, I would I buy flowers for myself. No man buys flowers. Let's I, be real. I, I, and if you are, you're a pure sin. I buy well, flowers. That's why you're his sister. Oh, that's so nice of you. I think Joe's bought me flowers five times, maybe. We woke up this morning and she was like, you know how I knew you weren't going to buy me flowers? I was, I was like, it's not even Valentine's. Calm down. How do you know what I'm not doing? 
with a girl this morning. So were you planning to buy her flowers? Yes. And that's been ruined. Well, I mean, I'm still probably going to do it. But the last flower that he bought was a plant. It was a yellow plant. It was nice. It was very nice. I realized that I wake up every morning and there's one new thing that I might have done while sleeping that she's mad at me for now. Well, Craig, you need to pay attention to yourself. Dang you, melatonin. Well, I hope everyone has a good Valentine's Day. Um, I think most couples with COVID are just staying home chill. Yeah, with COVID, I would hope they're staying home. Like with COVID going on. With the pandemic going on, most people are just staying home, which is good. Which is good. All right, guys, let's get into our top pop topics of the week. Aaron Rodgers is engaged. Come to quite the surprise to the public, the way he announced it. Um, Craig, I feel like you've done your research for this, and you came in really late to the game. So tell us what you got on uh, Shailene Woodley and Aaron Rodgers. Um, well, let's see here. So the first thing that I found out in my deep, deep Google search was that Aaron Rodgers and her, Shailene, Shailene, realized that she and Aaron Rodgers are both very into astrology. That's what you found out? Wait, what? Yes. Um, what, oh, are their signs? what are their signs? I don't know. Okay, um, okay. pause, pause, pause. pause. You find out that they're into astrology, but you don't find out their signs? They're si- because I don't care about astrology, so it doesn't matter to me. I, until less than a week ago, before we got these topics for the podcast, I thought Aaron Rodgers was dating Danica Patrick. I literally walked into our bedroom, asked Aaron, because she found out that they got engaged. And I was so like, I announced it, believe it or not. I was like, um, Craig, think Aaron Rodgers thought Aaron Rodgers was still dating Danica Patrick. Found out they broke up in July of 2020. So you saying that, first of all, I had no idea that Danica Patrick was dating Aaron Rodgers. Secondly, I had no idea that they were dating that recently to when he started dating Shailene. It was a long time. Yeah, how long did he date Danica Patrick? Years. I think it was years. It was like two, maybe. I, I I would put out two. Danica Patrick is not doing well right now, then. No. She's heartbroken. We should actually do I don't know how their relationship ended. Well, Shailene and Aaron started dating from what I researched in September, and now they're engaged in what January, February. Right. The problem is how weird it was how he announced it. Like it was like, hey, this morning I woke up, I brushed my teeth, I had some breakfast, I got engaged, then I went home from work. Like he just threw it in there randomly, and everyone was like, whoa. Well, that's like totally Aaron Rodgers like fashion. Like I don't think he's a nice guy. I haven't heard nice things. Well, from The Bachelor, we are kind of strung on that. And yeah, JoJo Fletcher, who was past Bachelorette, um, obviously got engaged to his brother Jordan Rogers, and Jordan Rogers has nothing nice to say about the guy. Do I know Aaron Rodgers personally? No. Have I heard nice things? No. Well, okay, Aaron Rodgers, yes, is a weird guy. But what are you, what are you based why? on? He's just, he seems out there and strange. From and he interviews just and stuff? never knows how to win a football game when he needs to win a football game other than one Super Bowl. But he just, he comes off as a weird guy. I have no real evidence. Okay, okay. But are we going to trust what we've heard in the media or from yes, Aaron Rodgers' yes. family? Media over what you're I mean, media family. <laughs> We're going to get to a Chris Harrison piece later where it's in the media and Taryn's going to no. deny that that's true. No, so. that's fair. That's fair. Um, I don't know. I'm happy for them. I just think 
being together for that short of time and randomly saying you're engaged, I don't know if I have a lot of hope. But on the other hand, I could also feel hopeful of the fact that you kept it so private and you're like, I don't care who thinks I'm going to get engaged. You just like nonchalantly announce it. It can uh, go either way for me. I totally agree. Like I respect like any celebrity that can like just like keep it private and keep it separate. And like I also feel like that's both of their personalities where they can just keep it like completely separated and good for them. I totally agree. I wish them the best. Do I think it's going to turn out great? No. I think their weekly horoscope said, you're going <laughs> to Hey, don't knock astrology. It says a Taurus again. Again. I don't know what Taurus means, but yeah, let's oh let's God. froze that one. Wait, happy for Aaron Rodgers. Wish them the best. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Nick Vile is in a relationship with Natalie Joy. This is not a super big pop culture topic, but I had to give a shout out to my boy Nick. Because the whole reason I got into podcasts was because of one of his podcasts called Ask Nick. Um, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's where the advice, the whole idea for the advice came from. Um, for those of you that don't know, Nick Vile was on two seasons of The Bachelorette, a season of Bachelor in Paradise, and The Bachelor himself. He's been through quite a lot with the franchise. Hey, Nick Vile might have a veil after this. I don't know about wow. Natalie. <laughs> Natalie that she wrote that in the notes. I she did. was like, no, I didn't. Because who knows how to pronounce his last name? It's an ongoing joke. It's vile. It's vile, right? But like vile. It's on. vile because his his podcast name is Vile. 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 Yeah, so yeah. It's awesome. But for those of you that do not know who Natalie Joy is, pause this podcast right now and go pull up Natalie Joy's Instagram because she is a babe. Fired. Yeah, I did it. Yeah. Yeah, she's beautiful. She's yeah. like drop dead gorgeous. If I wanted to look like a human, I would pick Natalie Joy. Yeah, if I no. could shrink. Yeah, yeah. If I could shrink down a few sizes, yeah. There's other humans. No, no, I pick Natalie Joy. Mostly, I don't know. I don't know anything about this girl, but she is the surgical tech, which I really appreciate because I feel like in LA, everyone's just trying to be an influencer and be cute and be like an Instagram model. You know what? No. He has a beautiful plant wall. It's like staggered shelves with plants on it. And she was like, I take credit for making this plant wall. And no one knows this because no one listens to file files. But it was an ongoing joke that like, there's no way Nick could have come up with this beautiful plant wall. Yeah. And he did. I mean, he didn't. His girlfriend did. And I'm happy for him. So don't break up. They're saving the ozone layer. They really are. He commented something really cute, though, that was like, LOL, I forgot. LOL, I forgot to water them today. The ozone. Like, oh, they're so like jokey on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, they're so in love. 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 They're so LA trendy with a plant wall. His plant wall is beautiful. There's like 20 plants on it. I feel so New England right now with my three IKEA plants around the room. Are your plants fake in here? Yes. All of them are fake? Yes. You guys gotta get rid of plants. No. Why? Joe's the plant guy. Joe is into plants. He okay. Joe's not into plants. Joe is into bonsai. What is bonsai? Bonsai is like a Japanese uh, potted tree. How big do they get? <laughs> what? <laughs> So they don't get really big, but there's this place that he goes to um, in Vernon or Manchester. And it's this guy who just sells a bunch of bonsai plants. And Joe, if his plant's dying, he's like, I'm going to go bring it to, I don't remember his name. Let's call him Steve. I'm going to go, I'm going to go bring it to Steve. And he's like, yeah, Steve's had my plant for a week or two. I'll wake up in the morning and he's lined up his plants and he's spritzing them and clipping them with his clippers. He loves plants. Joe loves bonsai plants. This guy takes the trees for a week or two. Yeah, and he nurses them back to health for Joe. So it's, like a, it's like a car shop. 
of trees. He's like, oh, I'll take it. I'll, I'll rotate your tires. So wait a second. Joe has a bonsai guy? Oh, Joe's a bonsai guy. Bonsai big, guy. Big, big bonsai guy. It's good. It's good step. It's good. He's a plant dad. Anywho, Nick Vile, great plant ball. <laughs> Check it out on Instagram because it is there. Um, and he just seems really happy. And good I'm happy job, for him. Nick. I mostly just wanted to give him a shout out because this podcast mostly exists from from him. So hey, thanks, Rick. Rick, Nick. I know. I know his name. <laughs> but yeah, so good for him. And uh, I hope things work out well with uh, with Natalie. The Super Bowl was this last weekend. We had the Buccaneers and the Chiefs. Craig, I would love to hear input on the Super Bowl. It was a bad game overall. I mean, it wasn't a good Super Bowl whatsoever. Um, did I want to see Tom Brady win a Super Bowl? Absolutely not. Am I mad that he won a Super Bowl? Absolutely not. But am I still bitter that he won it? Yes, I am. See, you're not like normal New England fans. Every New England fan I have talked to has been like, the second Bucks went to the Super Bowl, I wanted Brady, I wanted Gronk, I was here for it. You're so stubborn. Patriots did offer him a fair deal, from what I read at least. I don't know if that was true. Um, Patriots offered him a fair deal. He chose to leave, which is his right to do. And then once you leave the Patriots, you are no longer, I am no longer, at least I should say, a fan of yours. But were you happy when he won the Super Bowl? I wasn't happy. Uh, a little, little piece of me felt. At the end of it, you weren't just like, a little, you go, dude. A little piece of me felt good. It, it was more of just like respecting what he has done. But I still felt like a little bit of me was like, really didn't want him to win that surprises me because most people don't feel that way as a new england fan from what i've picked up yeah. yeah like as a new england fan like i love i love the brady like i fell and got on board with like the whole brady and like i get it like with the belichick stuff however once you like leave the patriots it's like you're done like you're like you're cut off basically except i love also like seeing the like brady and gronk romance down in Tampa. It's almost like frat boys from New England go down to Tampa and they're having a great time down at spring break in Florida. That's and they my like favorite let part. Loose. Like they let loose. Watching Tom Brady celebrate has been my favorite part of 2021 thus far. He's gone crazy. The He's only- let loose. He's finally been like, I I have seven rings. The only part of me that really felt good was that the amount of people who hated the Patriots with Brady on the Patriots have always said Brady's just a system quarterback. He wouldn't be good anywhere else. This That's completely true. discredited everything yeah, yeah, totally. ever said. But I also feel sad because I feel like it's discredited Belichick in a way. No. I, I think so too, because honestly, Belichick is like a, such a great coach, but I think they almost like just like outgrew each other. Like just let just let him go have his fun phase. Like I'm gonna be honest, I feel like I love the Patriots because of Belichick. I yes. say this all the time. If I'm Belichick honest. left the Patriots, I would follow whatever True. team he went to. I agree, Taryn. I do. I love uh, again, Belichick. I agree. Again, not me. Because so what makes you love the Patriots? Just the I whole just franchise. I grew up as a Patriots fan. Yeah, but same. But I feel like I like them because of Belichick. Right, and that's where the conflict of you grow up with this team that's instantly very good. But I rem- also remember the Patriots with Bledsoe on the team. Yep, yep. When we had season tickets back in the day to the oh, old season stadium. tickets were the best. We had season tickets yeah. before they changed stadiums. Okay, guys. Sorry. And Flexing. Yeah. <laughs> it's rough. So I'm loyal to the team. It's not like when, I mean, I'm trying to think of an example of somebody from the Red Sox getting traded. 
I mean, I all these like Mookie bets getting traded from the Red Sox to LA. I'm not going to become an LA fan. Granted, Brady's different because he's won so many Super Bowls, but I'm a fan of the team and the team comes first. You know, it's not like I'm just going to follow these players all around. I just think that I feel like Brady's always just been a family guy, a very quiet man, so humble. And seeing him win the Super Bowl in Tampa Bay was like, I've never seen Brady like that before. He got it. He had to be like escorted out because he was so drunk. He threw the trophy across the boats. Like, I've really enjoyed this part of the Super Bowl win for Brady because I feel like he's finally enjoyed it, whereas before he's always tried to be reserved and humble in his wins. They had a super team. I mean, he pulled a LeBron James in the NFL. For sure. Is getting late in his career. He pulled a super team. He brought Gronk and he brought Sean McCoy, who played no role in the Super Bowl, but they brought Leonard (laughs) Fournette. They brought every player that scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl was not on the Bucs the year before. That's it. They, yeah. they built a team. Well, what I also love is Gronk because, to be honest, I didn't watch a lot of Bucks games in the regular seasons. But when I did, I was like, is Gronk even on the team? Like, he wasn't pulling big plays. And then in the Super Bowl, I was like, dude, where are you coming from? And it's weird because seeing Gronk do well made me happy. Yeah, for but sure. Seeing, but for some reason, seeing Brady do well, a little part of me was to like. Hurt. You're hurt. Yeah. You are a full blown McCabe, Irish, stubborn man. Yep. Who holds grudges. Yes, everybody who knows. <laughs> so screw you, Brady. Yeah. Um, how about the halftime show? What did you guys think about that? Honestly, the I, weekend. I so we hosted like a little bit of party here, and like it was fun. Like we had snacks and whatever. Terrible. Ninety percent terrible. The ending was cool. I went along. Honestly, like if you're a real like, I don't I didn't realize how much the weekend. Okay, if I you knew. don't like if you don't like the weekend, you're not gonna like the Super Bowl then or halftime show then. Yeah. He did a solid seven out of ten. What are we giving him for ratings? Why nobody is putting enough emphasis? Six point nine. Okay. Seven at the most. Yeah. Yeah. Seven. Why did he go into that weird room full of mirrors for so long? Okay, so the, I did look into this a little bit, and I then I was why. reading it, and I was like, "This really doesn't make a lot of sense." He had this entire story leading up to the Super Bowl. So the song, his album, the music videos he's made, the appearances he's made at like award shows, was this whole narrative behind Hollywood and how it changes people. That's why he had the whole plastic surgery and the bandages. It just it just didn't add up to me and made no sense. But there was some sort of message behind all of it. I think unless you're like a weekend fan, like you understand it because you have to like listen. I feel like to the whole album and like really understand it to like get it because that's exactly what it looks like on the album and like what he showed on the stage. However, did anyone else just like not sing along and a, a little bit? But also, like I was asking, like. Where is the special guest? There could have been a special Who guest. Who is the special guest? I didn't even think about that until you said that. But there definitely was no special guest. Like, Here's, I think we talked about this earlier, too, before we started recording. Like, if you're going to have to follow up Shakira and J-Lo, you're going to have a bad time. Yeah, Shakira <laughs> and J-Lo is of the course. pinnacle of Super Bowl half. Yeah, they did great last year, so it was a hard act to follow. Also, we have to remember it's the pandemic. Like he, they, there had to be restrictions on what he was doing. There's only so much that you can work with, and I think they did a great finale. I think everyone was honestly tuned into like the whole, the entire stadium was looking at the entire like field. Like that was cool. But who the heck was a special guest? I don't think it was terrible. I don't think it was great, and that's all I gotta say about Super Bowl halftime. Yeah, 
think that it was solid. It was fine. It was, it was a solid a fine job. They would yeah. normally have a guest, I think, with COVID going on. It, but they probably just yeah, were but like, okay, let's, different. let's yeah. do one person. I mean, come on. It wasn't great. The ending was cool with yeah. all those people. Overall, like total Super Bowl rating between the Super Bowl game, the halftime show, and the celebration, 7.5. That's high. Is that high? The celebration of the high. Super Bowl brought it back for me. I was like, okay, Tampa Bay, you're having a time down there. I was like, yeah, yeah we're going to we're gonna factor that into it. It was cool that Tampa Bay won at home. That was really cool. This is the first time ever, but of course you can, because it's like, it's Tampa Bay. Like, you're in, like, the beach. Like, it's... But now, Craig, honestly, we understand what it's like when everyone's like, okay, New England Patriots, you're so great. You're gonna like now it's like I get it. I get it now. As as a Patriots fan, seeing it like from the other side, that sucks. And it was cool that Bronx scored most of the touchdowns in it. It was Bronx. The reality check that in the first year Brady's not in the Patriots, I have to witness him win a Super Bowl. (laughs) And I had to deal with whatever he's been doing. Yeah. But overall, it was okay. I'm hoping for a better Super Bowl in halftime next year. As a football fan, the game was terrible. For sure. Right. Terrible game. Right. Yeah. Awful game. But I, love, I love seeing the bromance. So we uh, have nowhere to go but up from here. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Heather has returned to The Bachelor. Big news. Probably everyone's thinking of a white minivan because that has just been all over Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. For those of you that don't know, Heather was on a previous season of Colton's Bachelor, um, and she's decided to come back for Matt James' season to try to win some love. What do we think? The white minivan, the blue jeans, showing up in a white dress. <laughs> I mean, how can you say no the girl, no to the girl when you like know her like through like quarantine and like people like I get it, Hannah Brown, you did your job. You have succeeded. So those of you that don't know the background story, Heather has been, was a girl that was on Colton's bachelor season, which was what at this point, two years ago? Well, yeah. Yeah. Two? Yeah. Maybe two. Um, She obviously got sent home. Craig, you have some good background information on Heather. Um, What do you remember from Colton's season, Craig? What my Google search has told me. (laughs) Just pretend that you know it offhand (laughs) without Google research. Everybody knows I don't know this. Okay. It's like I know nothing about pop culture. (laughs) What I knew today was that she left Colton's season on her own. Mm -hmm. Um, She had never kissed a guy before she had kissed Colton. Weird. this season. Kind of weird. Um, she showed up uninvited. Okay, no, no, no. We're talking about current season now. I just want you to talk about what do you know about Colton's season? She has what do I know about Colton's season? Nothing. I didn't Google what did you just, What did you just read? I just read that she <laughs> had never kissed anybody before Colton's before season. Colton's That's season. all I Oh, okay. I, I, I should have just, like, mouthed to you. That's what I wanted. Don't yeah. throw So, Craig reminded me that she was the girl on Colton's season that had never kissed someone before. What ended up happening probably a year ago when COVID first started, Hannah Brown, who was previous bachelorette, had some connections with Tyler Cameron, flew down to Florida, was quarantining with Tyler and some of his friends. One of the friends happened to be Matt James, who is now the current bachelor. Because Hannah is friends with Heather, she decided that she was going to send Heather onto the bachelor mansion to meet Matt James. My issue with this is that Heather shows up onto the bachelor season being like, hi, Chris Harrison, I'm here. Chris Harrison is like, I had no idea that you were going to be here. What are you doing here? Which is such BS because The Bachelor definitely knew because I have inside information and all the research that I've done on this tells us that she wrote into The Bachelor wanting to meet him. Obviously, 
Hannah Brown is not a good friend and not giving him the number because he had what since April to June, right? June, yeah. Now Hannah had all the time in the world to be mad at Hannah. Yeah. yeah, she had time. She had time. But Taryn, the media told us that Chris Harrison didn't know about this. Here's the oh, deal. Chris I have been watching The Bachelor since I was probably 16 years old. I will not be played by Bachelor Nation. Chris Harrison knew that Heather was showing up. So is the media wrong? Yes. Well, can we all now go rewind to the beginning <laughs> of this podcast when Taryn said the media is always right? <laughs> I think that Bachelor Nation likes to play this like, production's not a thing and we have no idea chris harrison totally dialed up heather's number and said hey come on to the bachelor surprise on chris harrison it's gonna be a good plot twist for the season and heather was like sign me up i'm probably getting paid i mean that's definitely one way to put it but i think she came on writing in writing in and i think once hannah brown got involved i think that's when it turned and was like okay we have a little bit of a problem because they're gonna just hannah brown's like all over everywhere like she's yeah. gonna she's gonna broadcast it as much as she as she can. Do these people get paid for being on The Bachelor? Of course Bachelor? they do. So yeah. regular contestants, I don't think they do. It's so like, like, if we're looking at like the current Bachelor season, like Rachel and Michelle and Kit and so who's making it to the final? I don't think any of them are getting paid. Matt James's Bachelor is definitely getting paid. How much do you get paid? Ah, it's great. Google it. You probably I get. I think it's like. Almost like a thousand a week. I don't like think the it's, lower. I, I don't think it's that yeah. much. I you think that bring was your the own. real world that we were looking that up. Don't what? mix me up. We no. looked up the real world. Honestly, I think it's like almost like to a, like a thousand. Oh, the challenge. I've yeah. watched that. Great. Have you watched the season? I love the challenge. We'll have to bring Great. that up on another oh, podcast. Please we'll bring that back for the next couple. Yeah. But yeah, regular contestants that sign themselves up and go on, like the twenty-five girls that show up, are not getting paid. But the bachelor is getting paid. They have to bring in like their own like outfits and yeah. stuff like that until a certain point. Yeah. You're getting paid to date like 20 women. Ouch. And you're getting paid. That's what I said. You're oh, getting paid to date 20 women. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Christ. Which man would not sign up for that? Well, woman wouldn't. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who would not sign up for that? Well, hey, woman um, the bachelorette. And I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And bachelorettes are like the most attractive people you've ever seen. Yeah. Okay, so, but can we also like just like backtrack a little bit about the season? We got off track about Heather. Can bit, we yeah. just, yeah. The mean girl season, like she has no hope with this season. They're gonna chew her up dropped, and bit her did you out. See, like today, like they on like on Friday, they dropped this entire statement of saying like every twenty five of us, like we're not against like anything that's like wrong. I did see that. Whatever. I did see that. Great. Okay. Perfect. What about being a mean girl? Like, also, what about like, like just straight up bullying? What about being a good person when it's happening right. versus having to put a statement out months after? I think so you too. Know? Honestly, because it comes down to you're not only fighting for this guy's love, right? But you're also like being like friendly to the other people they have to live with. Yeah. And I think I feel I'm happy Heather's back. I think I feel disrespected because we can just all agree that it was totally staged. However, yeah. I'm happy she's back. Do I think it's going to go well for her? No. Negative. One last comment before we move on. If we learn anything from the last season of The Bachelorette, there are no more rules in this show. Yes. Oh, yeah. There's totally no That's more rules. They keep on breaking. Oh. Zero rules. They're done. Yeah. So good luck to Heather. Is it going to go well? Not sure. Main topic of the week is Madison LaCroix. For those of you that watch Bravo TV, Madison LaCroix has been at the brunt of all conversations. Is that is that the saying? Brunt of? Yeah. Yeah. Is that how you say it? Yeah. When I first recorded my little individual saying, I realized that I say all those little phrases. What are little phrases called? Little phrases. No, 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 no. <laughs> what do you call it when it's... See, I'm already doing it right now. 
but I don't know. I'll think of it later. But like, I keep saying those little phrases that your parents say to you when you're growing up. I say them completely inaccurate. So I just gotta watch myself. Oh yeah, like I'm. Like, what are I, they called? Okay, I don't know, but like I don't know the word for it. Because no, you know what I'm talking about when mom all used to no. Remember when mom used to say those weird things, and it's like I've never heard of that in my life. Yeah, I say them all wrong. Mispronunciation. No, no, it's not. It's like a little story that has been carried over over time. Oh, well, I just missed okay. It we're off track again. <laughs> Anywho, Madison Lacroix has been at the brunt of. That's not how you say it. It is correct. Okay, yeah. single conversation. Um, Madison, who has been Austin Kroll's girlfriend through a lot of the seasons of Southern Charm, has been um, rumored to have relations with Jay Cutler, who is Kristen Cavalieri's ex-husband, as well as A-Rod. Who? A-Rod. <laughs> um, and J-Lo and A-Rod obviously are not happy with this. So basically people are saying that Madison has been FaceTiming and DMing A-Rod about a year ago. A-Rod and J-Lo have not made a statement yet, but it seems pretty confirmed and accurate. Not only one, based off of what Madison said, but two, A-Rod hasn't made a statement. And I feel like if so, it's false, you make a statement saying it's false. So going no. back a little bit here. I'll touch on this after. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll go back a little, a little, a little bit. Jay Cutler's like what, like two, three weeks out of like this drama series. Oh yeah, like, Jay Cutler, Kristen Cavallari is like a month old. It's so like, like text and everything. It's else. pretty new. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, right. So, I mean, I know you're a bit a big Kristen Cavallari fan. I'm a big LC fan, so I love obviously beef there. Yep. But I mean, for Jay Cutler to like pull out everything else do you think a rod is like jay cutler 2.0 or do you think it's fake bottom line and i think craig will probably agree with me on this this woman is chasing celebrity fame yes and i also think that a rod has nothing to respond to he's like i'm just i'm better than all of this a rod is above a lot of people and so is j-lo yeah Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like Kristen and J2 are like a, a step below A-Rod and J-Lo because they did release a um, an Instagram picture of them being like 10 years can't break us. Right. Like they're a family like unit, like no matter what, like with their kids. And I respect that like so much. So it, also, it ultimately comes down to, I mean, who the heck is Madison? Like, That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't watch like Southern Charm, so maybe I'm behind the ball here, but like, no, I think Southern Charm is a well-known reality TV show for people that watch Bravo. But I just think these celebrities that Madison's trying to get involved in have been like, I am better than this. Yeah, yeah, right. I it's so, like, I mean, honestly, like all these celebrities are like A plus. We're like Madison's like a B. What did he? So <laughs> nobody knows who she is at all. So A Rod probably did something wrong here. But right, also which is also just, like you're clearly getting called out and you don't want to have to admit it. Right, exactly. Um, but at the same time, I do think these celebrities are getting involved in Madison's life. So they're kind of pulling themselves into it. I, yeah, I don't know. A-Rod at this point did something wrong. He just needs to handle it with J-Lo and just move on. Yeah, no, I totally agree. It's just that, I don't know, I see both sides. I think that 
Madison wants celebrity attention, but I also think that these celebrities are like, I'm not going to feed into any of what's going on. Good. And Madison, I don't know if you looked her up on Instagram because I'm sure you don't watch Southern Charm, is a very attractive woman. I believe it. Very attractive. So these men are totally being tempted by her, um, but they're getting themselves into some hot water. So She probably is in these people's DMs, and she's just reaching, and obviously sure. guys are going to bite and do what they do. For sure. Yep. So wish you the best of luck, Madison. We'll see how it goes. Alrighty. We are here for my favorite, probably segment that's going to come out of this entire podcast. Um, and that is my hot tea segment where people are going to ask us questions to offer or to have us offer some advice to them. This could be family, friends, strangers. Realistically, what I would like to have happen is people will call in and talk to us as I'm going through the podcast because I think having that interaction is going to be the best case scenario. Um, but for those people that cannot call in, I have set up a Google form that will be linked in my Instagram bio that you can write in and either be anonymous or choose to not be anonymous. Um, but for this week, I am pulling from some Reddits for people that have some questions. So these are not anyone anyone's going to know i have to put that out there because craig was very much questioning that whether he could be yep. nice or not based off of whether he would know them um for those of you that don't know craig he does not give the eh, you give good advice you don't deliver it in the best of ways no i don't i he agree he I delivers it that. very poorly um but i'm excited for these topics and because it's valentine's day i should have probably focused on some nice loving uh, questions, but honestly, they're all really bad, sad stories. So I would not. No, they're not great. They're mostly surrounded by cheating and whatnot. Oh, really? All right. So let's get through these. We got uh, four of them. Craig, I'm mostly interested to see what you have to say. So let's get it. The first one is a Reddit write-in. It's anonymous. The headline is why did he like me on Tinder? And should I swipe right on him too? And here it goes. This guy is in the same college as me, and we have both started this year. However, due to the pandemic, all the classes were online, and I was with him in a small group on Zoom working for a month on a project. He was super chatty, asked me lots of personal questions, and once we even chatted for 30 minutes on Zoom, even though class time was over. However, he had a girlfriend then, so I was careful, but he still asked for my Instagram and Snap, and we Snapchatted a bit about the project. I met him accidentally in a store one day, didn't even notice him because of the mask. He was super nice, but slightly shorter than me. Is it a big deal for guys? So now he signed up on Tinder as they broke up, and he apparently liked me. We aren't friends per se, but not strangers either. I'm scared he's just looking for a rebound and not sure if I want to go this route. What do you guys think about this reasoning behind this? And don't guys care if a girl is a bit taller than them? Loaded question here. So I would say guys do not care if a girl is taller in general. Yeah, I guess some guys wouldn't want to. And I would say generally shorter guys. Not Joe is not a shorter guy. but. Shorter, He's like, I just got to put that in there when Joe's listening. Shorter guys, shorter <laughs> and guys. Not either. So they, Joe, I love you. Anybody who's like a guy that's below like five nine or five eight probably doesn't want to date somebody that's taller than them. You're gonna put people in categories now. Yeah, he yeah. just did. He did. But I would say, in general, as long as it's not a significant height difference, like it's what, fine. like six five. Like, okay, I'm six foot tall. Craig's like, 5'10 or taller, you're good. 5'9 <laughs> below, I would, nine, blow, I would say down. like 6'5 would probably be my limit. 5'10, you can lie about it. <laughs> Here's the deal. I think if you're judging your attraction and interest level on someone based off their height, you're shallow. Yes. 
unless there's like a foot height difference because there are physical things that become a problem. Yeah, it's relative. Depending on how tall you are, depending on how short the girl is, whatever. Yeah. It's not that important. If a girl's a foot taller than me and I need to look up every time I want to kiss her, I'm like, okay, this is rough for my life. All right. So that answers the first question. Gen generally, do guys care about height? No. 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 Okay. Girl, uh, yes. <laughs> you can't go back. I would say, well, I'm going off my personal opinion. I say no, but I think in general for guys, maybe yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So if, if you're taller than him, you're done. <laughs> You're not six foot, like they, well, they say, right? It it depends, I agree. I think it ego. depends on the person. It depends if the guy has a big ego. If you have Absolutely. a big ego, he's not going to want to date somebody that's Craig, small. do you have a big ego? No, I don't think I don't think you have a big ego. No. All right, next question. Should she swipe right on him, too? Yeah. On Tinder? I think no. No. She's no. asking for her Snapchat and her Instagram when he's in a relationship. Well, that red, that red flag, just, red flag. He that. clearly, from what I heard, it sounded like he knew he was on his way out from the relationship, which he still should not have asked for those things. Oh, fair. Aaron's like, good to know. Put no, it in my notebook. Completely Thank fair. You. He should not have done that. But why not? I mean, you're both single at this point. But when he would, I don't know. It doesn't have to be a if relationship. My boyfriend's going around asking for girls' Snapchats and Instagrams. Red flag. I'm not happy with Nobody's that. saying they're going to date. You could still just hook up. and like, Right, but I don't want to start my relationship off of you were asking me these things when you were in a relationship. And if I was in a relationship, I wouldn't like those things. Yeah. It depends on how she's feeling. But, I mean, I would say why not? If, she's looking, if you're looking for, like, a lifelong partner, maybe not. Is my advice. I agree with that. I feel like guys yeah. don't, like, know the difference, though, between, uh, oh, the girl's looking for a... Uh, Hookup versus life. And I, under I understand your point, Craig, that like he clearly knew he was on his way out. So he I asked for those things because he was probably, I think when both couples break up, it it's been happening for yeah. a bit. Like you don't just like wake up one yeah. morning and break up. Right. So yeah, swipe right. Have some fun, girl. Do what you want to do. So you are on my swipe side. Swipe right. Now. Sure. Swipe right. There you go. If you're taller, who cares? All right. <laughs> next one. <laughs> was she taller than you? Yeah. 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 She was, uh, he was super nice, but slightly shorter than me. So just a little bit shorter. Oh. Yeah, not a big deal. All right, next one. We have another uh, write-in from Reddit, which is anonymous. The headline is roommate cheating. I think my roommate is cheating on his girlfriend. He met her in November and spent Christmas with her family. But over the last two weeks, he has had two other girls and I do them all. Well, <laughs> <laughs> not to mention when he was with his current girlfriend he didn't officially end his previous relationship with my co-worker until a few weeks into the relationship wait we, the previous his girlfriend? previous girlfriend was this guy's co-worker oh, okay we made a deal when we first moved into our business when wait we made a deal when we first moved in that our business is private when it comes to relationships and perhaps they could be in an open relationship <laughs> not to mention i am also not entirely certain he is cheating but all of these different women is very questionable to say the least I feel wrong because she seems like a sweet and nice girl, and it feels like I'm doing something wrong for allowing it to happen because I am kind of friends with her. If that is the case, what should I do? So a lot of this depends on if the roommate is a male or a female. False. Craig's about to get sexist right now. I, let's hear it. Let's hear it's it. It's not sexist. All right, let's hear it. I disagree. If, I'm not roasting you. I'd love to hear what you have to say. If the roommate is a guy... And you're just, like, casually friends with the roommate's girlfriend through your roommate. Like, you haven't been friends for a long time. Okay. Don't say anything. It's none of you. So, if you're talking to me right now. 
If your loyalty lies with your male roommate. Yep. Don't say anything. Okay. What if it's a female roommate? Then I guess I would also still, I would still say nothing. So, okay. Here's the thing. I don't think you're questioning like the gender, what it is. I think you're questioning where your loyalty lies. Okay. Yes. Okay. That's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if your loyalty lies with the person who is cheating, keep your mouth shut. If your loyalty lies with the the individual that's being cheated on, pick that one. Yeah. So that's, it's not a sex thing. It's. Well, you're the one that brought up sexism. You said it depends on girl you or on female. So honestly, like if yeah, you true. if you were hypothetically speaking, I don't think I ever would because God bless his soul. Aaron said I would kill you. Yeah, <laughs> my cousins from Jersey would definitely come up to visit you. <laughs> if you were ever to like cheat on me, and like let's say like your friend Mike was living with you, right? Hypothetical Mike. Right, Mike. I don't know Mike. <laughs> would, would would Mike ever say anything? Who no. knows? Probably no. not, right? No. Is that, is that is that what you're saying? Correct. And I would agree Even with you. Even though Mike and I are like kind of buddies. Like Mike would not like say whatever. something. No, he would not say something. I Here's really? the thing. Yeah. I think, and we can probably all speak in this room, you know someone that has cheated on someone. Completely. And at the end of the day, it is not my business. <laughs> Stay out of it. Yeah, like I would rather just not know. I'm mad that I do know about it. But you're going to pick the person who you feel most loyal to. And you're gonna evaluate the situation based off that. It's See, really, I'm I'm different because, like, I feel like I would almost be like, dude, just like tell me, like, straight up, like, what it is, what it is. Like, I'd rather just like know. What but I would you do say, is, like stay out of it. Like, it's such like a middle ground. Like, how do you pick up on? I just think cheating is very situational. It is, you know. Unfortunately, I is. think cheating is bad. Cheating is wrong. Yes, no one should wrong. cheat. But if right. I know about people cheating, how I'm gonna handle it is situational. What I say to this person is if you were very good friends with the person being cheated on, tell your friend that they're getting cheated on. Mm -hmm. If your roommate is your friend and they're just cheating on somebody with this random person who you happen to become kind of friends with, just stay out of it. Everything will eventually play out and just, I promise you, if you get in the middle of it, you're burning a friendship with your roommate you're probably going to end up somehow burning a friendship with that other person. And you're going to be like, well, I should have stayed out of it the whole time. But do you want to be friends with that person? Bottom line is this is a sticky situation. And I, this is where I wish I could talk to the person because I could ask some more questions, but there's always like details involved. I I, honestly, Craig, I'm going to agree with you on this one. If your roommate is your friend, keep your mouth shut. If your roommate is not your friend and your friend is the one that's, going through this stuff and their boyfriend or girlfriend is cheating on them, tell them. Just help yourself, your conscience out and go to your roommate and be like, hey, you probably shouldn't do yeah. this. Talk so about at this. least then be For like, sure. hey, I told him you shouldn't do this and he's still doing it. Yeah. Oh, so you would go. All right. I mean, I would probably say, hey, you probably shouldn't do this. All right. Well, there's but. that, ladies and gents. Aaron's not happy after that one. All right. Our next one, the title is four months in a new relationship. And I think I finally appreciate my ex. Craig, I'm going to let you read this one. I'm, oh my God. I feel like people are getting sick of my voice, so you're going to be the one to read. I can't read. You can read it. Oh, all right. So around four months ago, I broke up with my ex-girlfriend of about two years. In the beginning, I never really liked her until I came around and caught feelings. The reason I broke up with her is because I felt like I never really loved her since we never had a honeymoon phase. Not great. I felt that wasn't in there. I just added that in. (laughs) 
I felt like what had or what we had was wrong, but now I feel like I was blind. I caught feelings for another girl, which also was the biggest factor of why our relationship ended. I'm dating this girl now, and sadly, I'm realizing how good I had it in that relationship. We were best friends, and I don't know if I'm just sad right now or this is how I feel. But with my current girlfriend, whenever we're not fighting, I feel bored and catch myself thinking about her. But I was never attracted to my ex-girlfriend sexually. At first, of course, I was, but then it faded and sex seemed like a chore. My current girlfriend, on the other hand, had, oh, he spelled sex instead of sex. <laughs> my current girlfriend, on the other hand, the sex is great, but my relationship part of it is nowhere near my ex. What should I do? Am I still in love with my ex? Oh, this person is lost and confused. Yeah, this guy's just bouncing. Guy or girl? I don't know. Yeah, I wish I knew how uh, old they were. Oh, no, girlfriend. It's a guy. Um, just bouncing back and forth. Um, my current girlfriend, on the other hand, the sex is great, but the relationship part Perfect. of it is nowhere near my ex. I think, okay, here's what, honestly, this is what I think this person should first do. Sit down and figure out what you value in a relationship. Like, what is important to you, and what are things that are non-negotiable? Because guy, right now, this yeah. guy, this, right now, this guy is like, she's good in one aspect, you got to figure out what you value. You got to write it down and figure it out. It's first. a pros and cons list. It's an old school pros and cons. Also, I just feel like if you're with someone and you're thinking about your ex that much, you probably shouldn't be with that person. This guy answered the question of what he wants in a relationship and he doesn't even realize it. Say it. He said, my current girlfriend, on the other hand, the sex is great, but the relationship part of it is nowhere near my ex. The what he what's thinks, the relationship part like the best out friend. being friends and doing the best things. friend part that's, that's the part. Whole best most important he said the relationship part of my current relationship is terrible compared wait but the relationship okay so he's saying the his current situation the relationship part of it is terrible okay then get out compared to his run exactly. run do you know that meme that's like the Run. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. I don't think yeah. <laughs> know what I'm talking about. Right. He needs yeah. to run. <laughs> so exactly. the more I'm reading it, I think he might still be in love with his ex. I think so too. And I've said that like from the beginning of like hearing this is that. Yeah. But if you go back to your ex right now, she's going to be like, you literally left me for another uh, girl and now you're sick of her. So you're back to me. Right. So like maybe he should be like, be alone. Maybe just like, be, alone. Said, be well, alone. This is not a situation where we're trying to figure out, will your ex-girlfriend take you back? It's is he still in love with his ex? And you think yes? Of course. If he's saying the relationship part of his relationship now is terrible compared to the one with his ex. So what do we define relationship? Spending time and hanging out and doing like track. Yeah. And I always say this, like, I feel like relationships are like, you should be with someone that you can not talk to for five hours at a time and it's fine. Like Joe and I will wake yeah. up on a Saturday and lay in bed and scroll through our phones for an hour and a half and not exactly. speak to one another. And exactly. that's great. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like people think that relationships should be constantly being affectionate. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Where it's almost like you want to just be like, hey, I miss you. Like, around, like, the corner. Like, hey, you've been different. playing your game for three hours. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, the person, yeah. like, wants to, like, go, like, hang out with you. For sure. And I need like, to be able and to say, versa. I don't want to talk to you right now. I want, like, my alone time. And I think, like. Relationships are the best when you can be alone together. Where I think this guy never Correct. had the alone time is what I put on, like came up with. 
Because this guy said, like, what, it turned into this other relationship, was, but it was all about, like, sex. Yeah. Well, he right. thought the relation, his sex life. I'm not going to quote it. He's also only been four months in his new relationship. It's pretty new. It's four months, like, also, like, you're learning about each other. Like, you're talking to each other every day. Like, what do you, you're running out of things to talk about, right? Like. That's true. That's true. You're that new in and you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still learning. In terms of what should I do in my in love with my ex, I just think you should break up with your alone. girlfriend right now and just be like, alone. Chill don't go back to your ex. Just yeah. be alone. Yeah. Don't mess up your ex girlfriend by going back after exactly. you left her for this girl. Don't be a don't be messy. Don't be a bad boy. Yeah, I agree. Bad boy. Are we all on the same? We're, we all agree on that. Yeah. No. Don't don't be a bad. Craig's like yeah. no, I don't agree. With Craig's you. like no, like swipe right, swipe right. Until well, we're all saying again. that he should probably be alone for a little while. Yeah. 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 Probably. Yeah, he he yeah. clearly doesn't know what he wants at this point. Right. That's, that's, that's from alone. reading that, he's just very purpose. On purpose. Yeah. All right. All right. Last topic for hot tea. This one's kind of sad. I feel like we're ending on a sad note here. But here we go. The headline is, today I found out my mom cheated on my dad. Did I do the wrong thing? Probably Timmy. <laughs> His name's not Timmy. He has an anonymous username. His name's Timmy. Craig's like, we're going to call him Timmy. All right. Today I found out my mom cheated on my dad through her messages. I know I should not be snooping around, but I just had a suspicion for so long something was happening, and out of curiosity, I had to look. My suspicion was true, and I was just shocked in the moment. I am only 16, and I never have really encountered something like this, so I didn't really know what to do, but just waited until my mom came home, and then I decided to confront her. That's bold. I told her she was she had a week to tell my dad about the messages, or I was going to tell him. What a 16-year-old. Setting an ultimatum for your mom is a wild. <laughs> 16 years old. All right. I really wanted him to know since I felt like he deserves to know. He's been working 10 to 14 hours for so many years, and I felt like it was not fair he had to know. Mom told me she did it because he cheated with two other women, and she did it out of spite, but I felt like that was a lie. Later that night, my dad comes home from work, and my mom told him instead of waiting for me to tell him, and now I think they're divorcing or splitting up. I heard my dad downstairs say they that she had no reason to do it, so you, so that made me assume my mom's reasoning was actually false. I'm assuming they're divorcing since my dad said stop finding reasons to be with me then. My 13-year-old brother also heard everything when I was arguing with my mom, and I feel like he shouldn't have heard and have been told another time or something. I'm not sure if I did the wrong decision. I think they meant the wrong thing. Or not, but I just felt like my dad had to know. I'm also not sure if I was a little rash, but I was mad when I found out. First of all, these are the longest Reddit posts ever written. I know. Clearly, these people are going through things because they're sitting on Reddit trying to ask for advice. Without getting really deep about it, no, he did not make the wrong decision. Um, he should have told his mom. He shouldn't have snooped through her messages, first of all. Agreed. Um, but since he found it, he, yes, should have But he had suspicions. Mom. He was like, my mom's probably cheating. He should have told his mom, hey, you should say something to dad. Um, so that part was handled well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um and the mom just clearly does not care by saying she was just doing it out of spite to the father, to I guess, her son. Yeah. I guess what makes me sad about this is that it's a 16-year-old and a 13-year-old. And I feel like going through this stuff at that young of an age is going to impact you in the future. Like, this kid is constantly going to be like, I need to check my girlfriend's phone. I think she's cheating on me. Like, this is triggering things in his future that he doesn't even realize. I don't think it's going to affect them as much as you think. Uh, I think so. If you, it depends how you look at it. You could either look at it positively and be like, I'm not going to do these things. I guess that's true. I can look at back at like my parents, like they, 
like they obviously had a divorce and whatever the fact they fought for like 15 minutes like behind closed doors and then they were like done with it still they end up like with a divorce and so be it but i ultimately think like your parents no matter how old they are right they're still like people and you can never imagine like imagine us like right like having kids and everything else Oh crap, like I'm like still trying to like figure like crap out. Like I just like what am I doing like with my life? Like I'm 27. My mom like already had like two kids at that age and like a like a husband and a career, like just kicking off. Like I think at every stage of your life, you're like, I'm supposed to be growing oh, up right now. I'm supposed to be doing this. Right. But at some point you're like, everyone has no idea what they're doing. And like, <laughs> age, like you look back and you're like, oh my god, like my parents like were doing the best that they could. I think they made I hope they made the, I yeah. hope they made the best decisions that they could. But looking back at like what we're doing now, like what whatever age you are, like listening to this, like, oh crap, I probably shouldn't have done that. Like or yeah. this, that and the other thing, right? So it's I like think this learning. kid for 16 honestly handled this situation pretty Maturely. maturely. So mature. Yeah. And, yeah. and like that's like an older sibling thing to say. Like if I'm like an older sibling, like carrying Bella, your younger one too. Like that sucks. And that's a huge burden to bury. But like, honestly, like your parents, whatever they are and whoever they are and whatever they're going to be, it's probably going to end up anyways as they are. So just, just never blame yourself. And I I know that's like cliche and like all this BS. So just, but I think Craig's right. Like, Bottom line is you probably shouldn't have been looking. You did look. You handled it the best that you and could. So be it. And that's how it's going to be. Yeah, Timmy. You should not have been looking through information. <laughs> but don't worry about your 13-year-old brother. He's going to be fine. Everybody's parents now are getting divorced. Let's be real. And he Aww. seems like a good big brother for even being concerned that the 13-year-old exactly. so keep yeah. that. He's going to be fine. You did the right thing. What do we want to call Timmy's brother? Jimmy? Timmy and Jimmy. Timmy yeah. Jimmy. Jimmy's yeah, going to be fine. fine. Jimmy Neutron. They always are, honestly. Look at but on a real note, Craig, what is your, like, final advice for Timmy? You did the right thing. I mean, you did the right thing. Don't go searching through your parents' phones anymore because you're going to find things you don't want to find. Probably there's going to be, like, some uh, – this is a PG podcast. I'm your little sister so. right now. So put yourself in Timmy's exactly. shoes, right? What would you say to me? Like, what should this 16-year-old tell his little brother? When our parents were, without getting too deep into it, when our parents were fighting, we would bring you, like, into the room. Yeah. So you wouldn't have to, like, listen to it. And we would, like, talk to you and do stuff. So, I mean, just do that. Like, the kid's going to be fine. Eventually, life will go on. Your parents, yeah, they might get divorced. You get two Christmases out of it. It's not that bad. (laughs) And, like, it is what it is. So keep your brother close. Talk to him. Keep him busy. You'll get older. You'll realize this is just what happens sometimes. And it's not your fault. I mean, things just happen. And honestly, like, siblings honestly become your best friends. Oh, for sure. Craig is my first guest on my podcast. So that shows you how much (laughs) I love him. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. And I feel like we ended on a really sad topic for, like, ending the podcast for Valentine's Day. Yeah, way to go. So I should have put that one first and then maybe kept the Tinder. <laughs> Probably, right? yeah, Everyone yeah. like, swipe right, Valentine's Day. It's your first podcast. Yeah. So hopefully that helps those people out. Craig, I feel like you got a little bit sentimental on me. Like a little bit. Like I love my little sister. Oh, I look out for her. Of course I do. I mean, of course. He I loves do. me. Craig, say it on the podcast. Nope. He won't. He won't. It's taken him 26 years to say I love you. But you say it to me behind closed doors. Okay, it's true. Yeah. He does sometimes. I've heard it. <laughs> all right everybody we hope you have a great valentine's day what is everyone thank doing? you for listening to the first i'm doing nothing i'm gonna probably doing i'll nothing. probably order some sushi with joe and uh 
watch a movie. We just had sushi before the podcast. We did. Too. We did. We did, yeah. we did have a little bit of dinner. Yeah. And uh, everybody, make sure you smash that like and subscribe button, please. Thank you. Smash it. <laughs> Thank you for sipping and spilling the tea. We'll talk next week. Bye.